This is the Dr. Mike Villa Podcast, episode 364, for Sunday, October 22, 2017. In this episode, this is an uh, audio from a Facebook Live with me and Dr. Kim Yu and Dr. Alex McDonald, uh, recorded on Saturday, October 21st, 2017. In this episode, we will get an update from Alex, uh, from the California Medical Association meeting, uh, Kim will give us a, a, the latest update um, with regards to um, her projects uh, for uh, Puerto Rico relief. Uh, we talk about uh, upcoming Halloween and um, how you can help out uh, kids who potentially have uh, allergies um, and a lot more. So uh, you can see the uh, video for this at uh, drmikesevilla.com, uh, where I put the video for the Facebook Live. So enjoy our conversation. Okay. Hey, and we're live. And uh, let's do this, America. And uh, we're going to do a quick intro. Uh, Kim and Alex are with us. So uh, Alex is with us live. Uh, so Alex, uh, give us, uh, make us guess where you're at. I don't know. Okay. I'll, I'll make you guys a few, few hints here. So we'll see how long the Wi-Fi holds up. I walk too far away, it might stop. All right, so we have this sign over here. Okay, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. And, and and I'm I'm wearing I'm I'm wearing a suit. I, that's 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 a give, good giveaway. It's only like two places in the world I wear a suit. All right, okay. there's there's this place here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, are we have, have you have you have you guessed yet? Have you been guessed in, yet? Uh, Antarctica. I don't know. My my Disney radar is going off here somewhere. I think it must be somewhere close to Disney. Somewhere. Yes, somewhere. There you go. Can you see? Can you see the Disneyland sign over there behind the trees and the pool? This is this is how we this, this is this is how we roll at the California Medical Association. That's that's all I have to say. California Medical Association. You're live from the California Medical Association. Where, all right. Where are you? Re- give us a big reveal, Mitty. In, in beautiful uh, Disneyland. So we can walk in there. Yeah. See, look, Disneyland. Uh, any, any, anybody want some Disney paraphernalia? We have a, a, I think a Kim small. Has already, so we have oh, yeah, a small I have, selection. I have a whole shopping list for you. Just, just ready to go, and I definitely one of those, one of those candied apples. Oh, look at Go- Goofy! Goofy is my favorite because I'm a little goofy. Let's be honest. Yeah, let, let, ah. let's be honest. Huh. <laughs> All right, so I, I don't know how right, it's going to hold up. So, uh, so tell us uh, why you're there, how's it going, and any updates you can give us from the meeting. So it's great. Um, so I'm at the California Medical Association uh, annual meeting, um, which is fantastic. It's forty thousand. Uh, various specialties throughout the state of California from, you know, all different types of practice, academic, uh, small, solo, very large practice, uh, rural, urban, uh, academic, anyway, there's a huge variety. Um, So I am a member of the District 2 delegation, which is San Bernardino County uh, and Riverside County in in Southern California. There's, I want to say there's there's like 10 or 11 different districts and, and several different constituencies as well. So it's, it's very cool. It's my first time here. Um, I'm very uh, much used to the, the American Academy of Family Physician House of Delegates and kind of their, how should we say it, their, their kind of policies and procedures and names for things. And this is a very, it's a very different organization, a lot of similarities, um, but it's very different as well. And so I'm, it's a very steep learning curve and I'm having a great time. Um, we actually had a, 
uh, we actually had three hours of CME credit uh, today uh, uh, regarding uh, basically health policy, healthcare reform and policy surrounding all that. We had uh, six fantastic speakers uh, giving different different pro and con for single payer versus universal healthcare versus, you know, the, the, the German model versus this model versus that model. And then we sort of engaged in a, uh, a pretty robust debate as a, um, as a house. Uh, so it's actually, it's really fun. It's, I feel like my brain is getting bigger. I'm, I'm learning so much here as well. So it's a, it's a fun time. Cool. So is it, uh, it's, it's all weekend. Yeah. So it actually started, uh, yesterday afternoon. Um, we had some smaller sessions uh, for some of the smaller constituencies and the, they call them sections here versus constituencies. Uh, so I was involved with the young physician section in the first seven years of practice yesterday afternoon and then uh, did some, some uh, events yesterday evening uh, with the president-elect's reception and then uh, the CalPAC uh, reception as well. And then um, today we're kind of getting to the meat of things with meeting, meeting early this morning, starting at 6 a.m. With our, with our various different uh, district delegations and uh, debating a lot of the – they, they don't do specific resolutions here. They actually have an online resolution submission process, which is kind of interesting. So it's a quarterly online submission process, and all the reference committee and all that stuff is basically done uh, online. Uh, virtually, and when we meet here, we only talk about there's usually three or four major issues uh, with a with a report and various recommendations from the reference committee on that report that we then debate and discuss those as opposed to individual resolutions. So that's one of the one of the major differences from uh, WFP uh, House of uh, Congress of Delegates compared to the CMA House of Delegates. So um, yeah, it's it's awesome. It's very cool. Uh, and you got you got elected to something, right? Or I did. I did. Yeah. Thanks. I was elected to. Um, I'm the uh, one of two young physician section um, officers at large. So we are not. We don't have a specific position. We're on the the uh, the, the young physician section um, executive committee, uh, but but don't have, have a specific titles. We're just sort of at law at large officers. Um, can kind of um, get involved and, and see where we go with this this uh, this this beast called CMA. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm really really excited and honored. Yeah. Congratulations. That's a that's a huge honor. We're very excited for you. I was really bummed out because I missed you because I was at Nepal. Yeah, I know. A network of ethnic physician organizations, which is actually held from the CMA Foundation, I believe, right? Correct. Yeah, it's actually no longer called the CMA Foundation. As of yesterday, they changed their name. Um, I'm, let me make sure I get this right. Um, I think it's the it's it's, it's the California Healthcare Alliance or something. Uh, anyway, they changed their name, but yes, formerly CMA, uh, CMA Foundation. Yeah, I mean, it was a great meeting. Nepal was a really wonderful two-day meeting that was held at the same hotel, at the Disneyland Hotel, and they had a great speakers, and we can talk more about that later. But I just thought it was a really neat thing that the, the previously known as CMA Foundation um, <laughs> does this every year, and uh, it's, it's very cool. I did tweet out the name yesterday, uh, so, so I have to look back at my tweets to look at yeah. some like healthy California Foundation or something. I don't know. So, something, something like something that. Like yeah, I, I agree. So no, I, I know we were like the same same place. Like with for an hour we overlap, but just didn't realize it because we were doing different things. There's so many exciting things happening all the time. Uh, and you guys are tweeting out using hashtag CMAHOD, which is awesome. Correct. Yep. Correct. Um, so I know you're very busy because you're a very busy guy now. But before I let I you go, about that. About uh, that. give us a uh, an update. What what the heck were you doing in Boston, and uh, how did that go? 
Oh yeah, uh, it's been it's been a busy week. So um, my wife had to travel to Boston for for a work event, and um, our and our ten year anniversary was on Monday actually uh, uh, this this past week. So we decided to fly there together. Uh, I spent a couple of days with her in Boston, and then um, we went to Nantucket to celebrate our ten year anniversary, which is awesome. But for those of you who don't know, it's a small little island off off of Cape Cod, and it's amazing. I haven't been there. For about 20 years, I used to go all the time as a child, uh, and I went, I went uh, for our 10-year anniversary. We spent three days there. It hasn't changed in 20 years. It's amazing. For those of you that are looking for a nice, quiet, uh, beautiful vacation, go to Nantucket. And you uh, ran on the beach. How'd that go? I did. It's hard. Running on the beach is hard. You know, every time I do it, I'm like, oh, it's going to be such a good workout, and then I do it, and I'm like, that hurts, and then I can't walk for like two days afterwards. But it is a great workout. You have to just sort of do it in small, small doses, so you don't over uh, overexert yourself and cause overuse injuries, like like I do. <laughs> uh, so, what, what are you going to be doing tonight? Uh, what are you going to be tweeting out? What, what, what behind the scenes uh, stuff are you going to be uh, letting us into? So the uh, House of Delegates is currently debating uh, the last issue of the day, and then we have um, we have the gala tonight, which I guess is our our black tie event. Uh, apparently, it's very uh, very uh, everyone's everyone's dressed to impress. Let's just put it that way. So I'll hopefully, you're sending out lots of great pictures with various different uh, uh, events from the gala and some maybe interesting entertainment, and then. Um, there is an after party, I believe, at Downtown Disney that, that we'll be going to, and um, maybe we'll find some Disney characters. I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll have to we'll have to see what happens with that. Wow. Okay, Kim, you got anything else for Alex? Because because he's a busy guy, we don't want to hold him up here. No. no. I don't know. I'm just saying that you know, if you see Mickey or Minnie, I, I want a picture. That will be all right. Me. I will. I will do everything I can for you, Kim. You are definitely worth it. It's for you. So my last question for you, Alex, you, you didn't like the you didn't like the pic that I, I posted of you. You know, of all, all, all the pictures you can find with me on the internet, really, that's the one you have to choose. I mean, I, I guess there's worse pictures, so so I guess I should really be thanking you and and uh, maybe not provoking the issue because it might be worse next time. So <laughs> I, I love my picture. It's it's out there, you know. It's, so out, it's you're right. It, once it's on the once true. it's on the interweb, it's it's forever, right? All right. Very good. Hey, so before I let you go, so uh, 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 let people know what your uh, Twitter handle is and, and, uh, and tell us again, the hashtag for the meeting. And uh, yeah, so I am, I am at Alex MMTRI on Twitter. You can find me there. You can find me through the uh, California family, um, family physicians, California Academy of family physicians. Um, And then the hashtag here is uh, uh, CMA uh, HOD. Um, and it, lots of fun stuff happening here. And I, you know, it, it was pretty slow yesterday. There weren't too many people tweeting, but now they're getting, we're, we're sort of building momentum. So keep liking those tweets, retweeting those tweets and giving some positive feedback for those people that are on, uh, on Twitter right now through, through CMA, again, hashtag, uh, CMA, uh, HOD. Uh, I appreciate it guys. All right. Oh, one, one last question. Uh, so is the CMA, uh, have they talked about, I presume they've talked about the wildfires and the docks and, and the patients and everybody in that area. Yes. That. Yes, definitely. So the, the, the CMA, um, uh, board trustees actually just, just, um, approved a $20,000 donation to help, uh, physicians in the, in the, uh, wildfire affected areas, uh, get back on their feet after the devastation that occurred there. Um, and there's continue to raise money. There's a, um, a website. Maybe you can find it while I'm, while I'm speaking here. It's on the CMA website, uh, for, for donations to the CMA foundation to help wildfire relief. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of good work coming out of that as well. Thanks for the, thanks for the reminder. All right, cool, man. Hey, have fun tonight. And, uh, if you need bail money, uh, call Kim. 
<laughs> she is local. It's true. She is local. So <laughs> thanks guys. I appreciate Bye. it. Thanks. Thanks. For letting me stop by. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. So yeah, that is our on-site reporter, Alex McDonald, who's at the California medical association uh, meeting. And um, so, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I, I, I mean, I would, I wouldn't go. I mean, I, I know, I know, Kim, you're too important to go. Uh, <laughs> no, so, no, I want to go. I really wanted to go, but hey, um, I got to go to Nepal, so I thought that was kind of neat that I got to go to that the network for ethnic physician organizations, um, and they had a really. I'm looking at the details of it. Actually, the past few days, it was really. Uh, a very good experience to meet physicians from lots of different organizations from around the country who came to that meeting. Um, and we had Senator uh, Ricardo Lara talk to us about um, the, the bill that he introduced, which is uh, a single payer type bill. And it's very exciting um, for a healthy California and the amount of cost savings that would happen if they had a universal plan here in California. So that was a really in- interesting um, uh, introduction from, from me to hear right from, from his mouth, you know, how it would actually work uh, if there was a single payer in the state of California. So that was that was kind of neat. They also had the president and CEO for Chalk Hospital, Children's Hospital of Orange County come and give a talk about mental health uh, care in children and the pediatric population and also someone from the California Endowment, the, the president and CEO, um, Robert Ross, who is from the California Endowment, also came and talked about the current status of um, health care and disparities in, in uh, California. The CMA also did give an update on all the breakdown of the physicians in their organization. And that was really interesting. I mean, just to see the, the um, from a disparity standpoint and um, ethnicity standpoint, uh, who is the CMA and, and who are the physicians who are licensed to practice medicine in California? So uh, to see whether we are meeting the needs of the communities in in the state. So that was really fascinating, very interesting information. And uh, I thought they did a great job overall at the meeting. I cannot hear you, Mike. Oops, um, I muted myself. Uh, so... Um, tell us a bit more about, me, about NEPO. Uh, what does it stand for? I, I, I'm not- NEPO is the network of, I have to get this right because I want to make sure I get it right. It is the network of ethnic physician organizations. And it is, um, it's, it's a meeting that is held through the CMA Foundation, which has changed names now. Um, and they've been holding this meeting for, for several years to really get, uh, physician organizations of different um, ethnicities together to talk about disparities and health equity. So the meeting was actually, um, the, the title of the meeting was actually Building Healthy Communities and Striving for Health Equity in an Era of Change. We know that health equity is really important um, and especially uh, now that we really focus on how do we really do that, not only from medical 
schools upwards, you know, and residencies and talking about pipeline and workforce diversity, but even amongst organizations, how to ensure that organizationally there's health equity. So that was, that was a really cool thing to go to. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to look in more into that. Um, so... Uh, so, I, I, you know, you've been continuing to work very hard on this uh, Puerto Rico project. Do you have, do you have any updates on, uh, on that? Yeah, we've had uh, lots of things happening this past week. Uh, there continues to be problems with um, hospitals, clinics, and physicians having difficulties with electricity and water. Um, One of the major hospitals, Central Medical, actually uh, lost power uh, yesterday. And there were, you know, pictures on Facebook of surgeons doing surgery. Did you see it? Surgery by flashlight. Um, Yeah, I did see that. That was was just fascinating. which Which is, yeah, fascinating and horrifying at the same time. I mean, it's been over a month. And uh, they're still struggling with power. And this is their major, major hospital in San Juan. It's not like a small community hospital. This is the third largest, you know, triage hospital in the country. You know, so it's, it's really, I mean, for the whole country, not just Puerto Rico. It's the largest. It, it spans like 22 acres on, on the island in Puerto Rico. But it's one of the largest centers even for, for the whole of the United States. So um, it was very disturbing to see physicians walking around in the ICU, you know, with no electricity there. And they're just, they're just um, really suffering. They're really feeling the effects of, of Maria. And uh, the, only, the only bright news, the good news is that the 50 generators that we donated through all the different academies and chapters of the American Academy of Family Physicians through the Indiana Academy to, to, to directly to the Puerto Rico Academy of Family Physicians. 50 generators have been placed with family physicians around the island and they're getting their clinics up and running. And it was really exciting to me personally to see photographs of different physicians having their offices open, seeing patients um, and taking care of people. That was really wonderful. So lots going on. Uh, deliveries continuing to be made and uh, still more patients, more every day that need to get off the island and having difficulty. There is uh, one particular patient that was supposed to be transferred to um, the, the comfort ship uh, that's there. And unfortunately, that transfer was canceled. And so that patient was transferred back to some hospital that wasn't ready for that patient and it's just it's just a nightmare and so you know lots of difficulties surrounding getting patients the care that they need especially if they are bed bound and cannot sit upright to go into a plane uh, off the island so continue to donate um, to the Indiana Academy at in-afp.org slash give and also to BRIAC the Baton Rouge Emergency um, Coalition react225.org and they've been a wonderful partner in ensuring that we get planes um and yeah just thank you so much everyone thank you for sharing thank you for donating and thank you for praying and thinking of our physicians and communities in puerto rico 
this is a long-term issue that's going to be several months. <clears throat> it's it's something that you know we're going to have to really um, work hard for for several more months, I think, and uh, keep at it. Yeah, I mean, we've been I mean, just been seeing a lot of pictures coming out of there, just all very sad. And and um, our colleague, Dr. Mark Ryan, as uh, family doc. Um, who many of us know, uh, you know, we've been following his travels on Facebook and he's been uh, posting pictures and posting uh, when he can, when he's okay and all that stuff. And um, hopefully we can reach out to him when he returns just to kind of share his story and what he's seeing. But I know Kim, yeah. you are talking yeah. to people there a lot about what's happening there. Yeah. Mark and I uh, spoke today or message today and uh, he'll be coming back tomorrow, so we'll be able to get it straight from, from him. And he's been working at several CDTs and clinics that have been operating generators, mainly usually between the hours of 8 and 12, so limited hours. But they've been able to see patients in three different towns. Um, and we also have Hal Grake, who is from California, another um, a member of the American Academy of Family Physician, who is there on the ground helping as well who will also be transferring from one town to another thanks to an amazing taxi driver that's been helping him find different localities to help out. And we're going to actually connect him with our most favorite pediatrician on the island, Jorge Rosado, who is awesome and is holding primary care clinics in a part of uh, Puerto Rico that is, is pretty devastated. So we're really excited that they're going to be able to work together and um, that also that we'll be able to hear directly from Mark, hopefully this week too. Yeah. I mean, but it's been following his story on Facebook um, and um, it's just fascinating the work that he's doing, not only him, but all the people there, um, all the healthcare professionals, docs and everybody else, uh, the work in Puerto Rico there. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to reach out to him and other people um, from our uh, family medicine family who are on the ground there uh, working and seeing it firsthand, not seeing it filtered through whatever news filter uh, that we can only see it through. Um, and uh, Mark has been doing a lot of this work for a long time. Very inspiring. Um, he goes down and does this, does this type of work a lot and um, brings people down with him. Um, and it will be interesting to see from his perspective how this kind of compares to other types of work that he's done in that region um, in the past. It's just inspiring seeing the seeing our friends, these family docs doing this work down there. Um, it will be great getting a, a firsthand account um, about what he saw, um, what kind of work that he's done, you know, how bad is it? Um, we're only getting these numbers of, you know, 5%, 10%. Uh, electricity on the island. He'll be able to let us know, you know, what he saw and uh, patient-wise and work-wise. Uh, be very curious uh, when he gets back. And, and another reason why, you know, we need to continue to contribute and give um, to uh, to the sites that Kim has already mentioned. Uh, and uh, it will be interesting to see as we talk to our friends as they come back about what they have actually seen and, and, and what they're, uh, what they were looking at. Yeah. The Puerto Rico Academy of Family Physicians and especially some of the board members, uh, Helene and Sonia, 
Esther, Luis, Carlos, uh, Jorge, lots of people from uh, the Puerto Rico Academy that we know um, have been working so tirelessly um, through, through all of this and not only in their own clinics, but also in the CDTs and in the different uh, VAs and FQHCs around the island. And in addition to helping distribute aid and making sure that everything is as coordinated as possible within the different organizations that are there working on the island. And so it's an amazing effort. I wish we could, you know, really tell everybody all the different details that we could about it all, because the stories that are coming out of here really uh, are, are life-changing and heartbreaking at the same time. Uh, all right. So uh, there's no really good way to transition to another topic. So I'm just going to transition to another topic because as I kind of talked about it with our, with our last program, we want to talk about some other stuff. Uh, so Kim and I brainstormed on some other things, you know, like Halloween's coming up there, Kim. Well, what do you have there? Uh, you got you got no sound, no sound. Okay, so I've been transformed into a transformer, and I have candy. Da, da, da. And this is safe candy. This is, well, this is safe candy for my daughter because, you know, my daughter has food allergies, and Halloween can be a scary time for us. So this is safe candy that we keep with us so that she doesn't feel left out. Yeah, tell, uh, yeah back, back up a little bit there, Kim. So, so um, is it your, your daughter, right? Your daughter has allergies. Is that... Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So my daughter, my youngest, she has severe food allergies. She's anaphylactic to uh, not only gluten, but dairy, nuts, and a whole bunch of other things. And so a lot of candy, the uh, Kit Kats and Twixes and all the chocolate, um, a, a lot of those type of candy she can't eat. And so for several years, it was really difficult to know what to do at Halloween. Uh, we don't really celebrate anyway, but we would, you know, kind of dress up and maybe, you know, have some um, candy for other children. And so it was, it was difficult because she'd want to obviously participate as well. And some of the candy, especially when she was younger, it was really hard to say, nope, you can't eat that. So it was, we over the years developed a system where, you know, we know which candy is safe for her and um, she's able to be very disciplined about weeding out the candy and dividing her candy up so that um, she shares the candy that she cannot consume with her brother. And her brother also likewise shares the candy that she can consume, which is a wonderful way of sharing candy, I guess. But a lot of children who do have food allergies, you know, you might actually see a special color, um, special colored pumpkin. Oh, is that Did right? You know that? Uh, yeah. It's a, is that a thing now? So it's, what, what, it's, what color it's, is it? It's a thing. It's a thing. Like, you know, everyone loves this box. You know what this box is? It's like a... It's a blue box. It's a blue box. It's like a really nice blue box, right? Because everyone wants one of these blue boxes at Christmas, especially, you know, if you know what's in it. But anyway, blue. So it's a teal-colored pumpkin. And so if you see a teal-colored pumpkin, that is a household where they might have a child or they might uh, be just supporting children who have food allergies and they will have food allergy-safe treats um, at that house. So 
if you see one of these pumpkins, you will know that you could go to that house and maybe get something that your child might be able to consume or even better, something like a pencil or an eraser or something a little bit more, you know, long lasting and less likely to give you obesity than candy. So um, it's really kind of a neat program that uh, has been the teal awareness pumpkin food allergy pumpkin has been for several years now and uh, kind of a fun thing to do with your kids to paint a pumpkin teal and have some other treats for your friends who, who are not able to have those type of treats. So, so if I want to support this, I mean, sugar and coffee, I want to support this. So, so when I go and purchase candy, you know, to support, like, is it, is it marked on there or like, how, how would I know? So there's, there's certain candy that literally is just sugar and a whole bunch of color. So these dum-dums are pretty much sugar and color and little, you know, there's no dairy. So oftentimes if it says it's gluten and dairy-free and nut-free, the candy, then that would be safe. Um, so, you know, in, in our household, we do a lot of these dum-dums uh, because they're wrapped as well. Skittles are also great if you can get the Skittles. Um, some of them you have to be careful because some do uh, are not just gluten-free um, you have to look because sometimes it'll say gluten and gelatin friendly and others won't be. So, but having a variety of different candy uh, is helpful and having non-food items is a good thing. I really, I, I really support that. So going for the non-food is a, a good thing. Non-food, but still cool and fun. Yeah. I've, I've seen people do that too. So like, so like non-food things, like, I, like I've had, I've seen, uh, uh, people like they have little glow sticks and, um, you know, little type of toy type of things, um, instead of candy as alternatives. Is that the kind of stuff you're talking about? Yeah, definitely. Like pencils, erasers, anything, anything fun that they're not going to consume. Obviously if it's an eraser, you don't want it. So it looks like candy where you have little kids like eating them and choking. Um, but having just something fun that they can, they can take home with them instead is always good. There's all those little, um, little games that you can get there from the dollar store that you can play with as well. So those are kind of fun to, to put in your, your little basket by the door. Um, but Mike, weren't you on TV or something talking about Halloween? Yeah, yeah. So this morning, and I had to get up early, early uh, to be on TV, which I don't, I don't really mind because I'll do anything to be on TV. Um, to uh, talk about, you know, safe Halloween uh, trick or treating type of tips, and uh, they're on drmikesvilla.com. dot com. And um, so, you know, it's things like, you know, kids, you know, stay in the crosswalks, you know, and and don't trick or treat by yourself. Like, don't go off somewhere. And, uh, you know, that, that could be, that could be bad, you know, and, um, you know, wear for re- reflective tape, you know, and, and don't wear masks, you know, you, you can wear a mask like Kim does, you know, but don't make it so you, it, it like, you know, it, it blocks, you know, your, your vision, that type of thing. So, and, and, and you know, I've, I've had conversations with parents, you know, it's like, Hey, try to really try to make it like a smoke free type of thing. I know that you smoke, you know, but you know, really, you know, First, quit smoking. That's the first thing. But 
you know, make it like a smoke-free event, you know, really try to, you know, and, and I know it's hard for some people and, and some parents and some friends and parents and kids and things. And, uh, so, so that's the kind of stuff I, I, I talked about uh, on TV this morning and uh, it was really fun. Um, I, I'd love going on there and I, I had my little orange type of shirt uh, on there. And, uh, um, the, the people that are very nice, the news people there are very nice. They're very nice to me, allowing me to come on and, uh, talk about, uh, all kinds of fun, uh, healthy, safe, uh, you know, health and medicine type of stuff. So, uh, very cool. That is fun. very, very cool. Yeah. That's exciting. So Kim, so do you have a, a big neighborhood out there? Are you, are you expecting a lot of kids for the Halloween uh, type of thing? I don't, I don't know. I mean, in the neighborhood, we have coyotes here, so I'm not sure that people are going to be out actually walking are around. There different, uh, coyote here. Are there different trick or treat hours for the coyotes than for the kids or? <laughs> I'm sure hoping, I mean, I've got my stick ready just in case it comes up to us, but um, I'm hoping that we'll have some traffic, but we'll have to see. I know a lot of, uh, uh, dance studios and places like that are actually closing on Halloween so the kids can actually go trick-or-treating. And because the weather is much milder, you know, um, I'm used to trick-or-treating in Michigan where usually it's freezing cold and one year it was raining so hard we didn't see anybody whatsoever. So it'll be fun to see if we get more traffic because the, the weather here is obviously much milder. Mm. And I, I think I, I got right here. Uh, I, th I think your sister's watching. I think it's what. <laughs> hey, sis. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> oh, man. I see her picture. She, she's kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, I love my sister. She's coming in a few weeks and I cannot wait. It's going to oh, be wonderful. Oh, she's coming in a few weeks? Yeah, she's coming in a few weeks, and it's just going to be wonderful. I can't wait for her to be here. What are you guys, guys going to do out there? Oh, um, lots of different things. All I know is that it's just going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. We'll probably go on a road trip or something and see some places, but just spending time with her is just really a blessing, and uh, I feel really, really happy knowing that she'll be here. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Uh, so this is uh, one of my new shirts from the from FMX. So there you go. You, you, uh, there you go. Family Medicine Strong. Yeah, I am Family Medicine Strong. Strong, strong, strong. So uh, it's kind of fun to wear these t-shirts, don't you think? I think that every organization should have t-shirts that we can wear like this. No, I yeah, I, I completely yeah, I completely support it. Yeah, yeah, because I, I well, but you and I, you know, I think there's pictures of it. We went we went to the little kiosk thing at FMX and uh, uh, bought all our uh, shirts. And so if you do that next year, because all of you are going to FMX next year, go like early, like the first day, because that's when they have all the sizes. Yeah, yeah, because if you go later, then all the sizes like sell out and then you're having to squeeze yourself into a t-shirt. It's never a good thing. So go yeah. early, get your t-shirts early, and it's going to be a great meeting in New Orleans. Can't wait. And you can register now. I think it's still, there's still a discount, afp.org slash fmx, and uh, there's still kind of a, a discounted rate. Um, and uh, I don't know about you, Kim, but I'm, I'm still getting some some fun feedback from our friends uh, about our shows there and uh, how much fun that we had uh, doing our Facebook Lives. It was a good time. 
Oh, it was a great time. I can't wait to uh, see if they'll, that will happen again. I really hope that we get to do that again. But, yes, please. Um, just, please. Be- <laughs> back. just being able to share that experience from um, a totally different perspective was really a great experience, I know, for, for me. And also, I think just just making it a little bit more fun and showing other people what a great time we have at that meeting, I think is a good thing as well. Um, you know, a lot of the AFP meetings actually are, are really wonderful CME events. And I just got back from Vegas from the, um, the meeting there in Vegas, the Emergency Medicine Urgent Care Conference. And there were over 400 attendees um, and we had a great time even with all the loud music that was happening outside uh, the hotel and um, lots of great CME. We did point of care ultrasound workshops and lots of different sessions, Um, really fun. And I also picked up this, which is an osteopathic manipulation manual, which I thought was really cool. A CME course that you can get online um, and order it and they will send it to you. And I got this really nice Look at this, this drive. Ooh, yeah, this really nice drive uh, that um, was sent to me for the osteopathic manual manipulation. So you can order these CME products online, which is kind of nice to do as well. Cool. Oh, and then you have to tell us a show. You went to a show. It was fun. Oh, the show. Oh, dear. Okay, so we went to this show. And, you know, I'm originally from from England, Um, if you didn't know. And, uh, and I'm from Liverpool. And so obviously a huge Beatles fan. So we went to see the show Beatles Love, which... Oh, uh, yeah, it was, it was, you know, we were all thinking, this will be great. We're in Vegas and it's about love. It's just going to be wonderful. And it's Cirque du Soleil, which is, you know, all the acrobatics and things. And it just was a very bizarre show. Uh, in, in, yeah. So uh, if anyone, I'm going to give a disclaimer, uh, and warn people that you might get triggered because there's one scene where, you know, they have like one particular scene where the KKK come out with, yeah. So they had these KKK people with the cone hats up on the hoods, the white hoods dancing around with a balloon or a ball or something. And, and, you know, Margot Savoy and I and uh, one of my friends, Michelle Park, we were all just sort of jaw open, like, you know, we couldn't believe it. It was a major, major, like, whoa, uh, what what just happened there? And I guess historically, um, the, the KKK and the Beatles have some history together because uh, John Lennon said that he was more popular than Jesus. And so they they went a bit crazy and the KKK got the Beatles albums and, and nailed them to crosses and set them on fire. So, you know, meanwhile on the stage, there are these people in these hoods and burning crosses and, and the rest of the audience sort of mortified and, and shocked and horrified actually at, at the whole scene. So uh, that, that's a warning for all you who may be wanting to go see it. I am really glad I didn't bring my children to see that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, afterwards, I think we, we needed, we almost needed like PTSD or some training or something, you know, like therapy, because it was that disturbing. <laughs> it was really wow. bad. 
That was really, really bad. So I guess don't, uh, well, I mean, you have to know that going in. So uh, I think, yeah, I think that if I had known prior, then I wouldn't have, and I'd known the history and the story behind it, then I might not have freaked out so much, but it was really a shock uh, to, to see that uh, happen. So. Wow. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> um. Let's see what else is going on. Oh, so uh, I, I had a, it was a it was a great to hear in northeastern Ohio. So uh, the leaves are turning, and I had a nice little bike ride today. So that was fun. Um, so, how how far did you ride? Uh, well, I mean, you know, for me, twenty miles is is a long way. So, and that took like all day. No, no, <laughs> it was fun. Now I, I like to I like to, I try to do that like once once a year like once a summer um, or now it's not even summer anymore so there's one good day tomorrow so I might, might get on the bike th- uh, tomorrow and then Monday here is going to get cooler so it might be the last nice day here tomorrow so that's going to be fun so that's part of part of trying to trying to be wellness and uh, you know trying to get out there and, and enjoy nature kids enjoy nature so yeah wellness is everything and uh, you also could sign up for the AFP physician well-being conference in April in Naples next year sign ups happening now online and you will be speaking at that so I will be I'm really excited about that it's gonna be awesome yeah, it's going to be really fun. We're going to be talking about family matters and communication and things like that. So it's going to be a really good time. All right. Yeah. So nobody else watching us now. So uh, we could probably just close things up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess even my sister got tired. Well, it is really late there in England. So. Yeah, it is. And, and we, we did have some people pop in and, and watch us tonight. So we really appreciate anybody who is uh, who is out there watching us. I mean, it is a Saturday night. People have lives, Kim, except for us because we go live on Facebook on Saturday night. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got here tonight. And I'd, I've been uh, trying to talk to some people and uh, maybe we can get some other guests to come on and have them uh, talk about stuff. And especially, you know, when, when some of the Puerto Rico people come back, we can, we can chat with them and uh, uh, have them share their stories. That should be exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. We're going to have to line up uh, quite a few people They've been really busy recently, and so I didn't want to stress them too much with this. But um, I think it, it's time. We need to get them to tell their story from where they're coming from. And we have some exciting news. Hopefully, next week we'll be able to tell everybody about as well. So I'm excited. Oh, tease. There's a uh, tease. It's a tease. It's a tease. Some upcoming good news, hopefully, uh, this week. Uh, so before we go, uh, Kim, so how can, how can people reach out to you on Twitter and then uh, give one more plug uh, to your uh, to the donation sites that you would like to mention? So you can reach me through at D-R-K-K-Y-U on Twitter. And um, you can also donate to the Indiana Academy at H-T-T-P colon slash slash. Oh, whatever that thing called. What is that thing called, Mike? Slash. Slash, slash, <laughs> yeah. Can you tell I wasn't an English major? Um, so HTTP slash slash um, in-afp.org slash give and briac225.org as well. 
Okay, cool. Very good. Very good. Thank you for joining us. And uh, thanks to our friend Alex, who uh, tore away from his very busy schedule from the California Medical Association meeting. But no, it was fun getting a live report. It's always fun. Uh, and I, of course, Dr. Mike Savella. You can find him, follow me on Twitter. And uh, I will eventually put uh, all these videos up at drmixvilla.com. And, uh, of course, you know, the best physicians begin with family. So, and, of course, family dogs rock right there. So, uh, so that's all we have with us. Uh, so join us again sometime. And uh, good night, everybody. Say good night, Kim. Good night.